This edition of Eagles Radio is brought to you by We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Coming up on this week's podcast, we'll be joined by Eagles superstar Riley Knight. Live on SENSA, welcome to Eagles Radio with Paul Bonser and Rory Lehman. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Tuesday night, welcome to Eagles Radio. Paul Bonzer with you alongside me, my good friend Rory Lehman. How are you going, Ross? Mate, my favourite time of the week, Tuesday night, Eagles Radio, and I get to spend an hour with you, Bonds. It's good fun, isn't it? It can't get much better than that. we got a dream job. Um, one day they'll pay us. But uh, <laughs> uh, we are here for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Massive weekend for the club. Um, we won lots of games, and we'll talk get into that shortly. Uh, Riley Knight's going to be on tonight. Yeah, I'm excited about Riley Knight, obviously a former Crow, coming back to the Eagles, had an outstanding year last year and getting ready to uh, continue that form lately since he's back in the side. He's been nagging you about coming on the show, hasn't he? He has been nagging me. Every night at training, he's like, surely it's my turn. Surely. <laughs> and I'm like, mate, just hold your horses. There's others in form. You'll get your chance. <laughs> and Mark Sicolo from the wheelchair team. Yeah, absolutely. Who started last week. Yes, started last week. We'll go through the results soon, but they did have a good win. Good to yes. see, and I uh, can't wait to talk to Mark about that. Rory's quiz is on again? The best part of the show, some <laughs> say. I'm not, personally, I'm not sure, but the text line always does light up around that time, and I'm looking forward to it. You could win a $50 voucher to the Eagles Function Centre for the winner of tonight's quiz, and you can get the question on social media the day before. So the club puts out the questions for Rory's quiz. All you got to do is on Facebook or Insta, put your answer in, and uh, you're a chance to win 50 bucks. The the question was, who is the longest-serving captain of the Woodville West Torrens Football Club? So, yeah, Mm. if you know the answer, you can either call in at 1300-736-736 or text at 0427-154-166. Here you go. I know. I know. Wheeling off numbers left, right, and I'll throw in my number soon. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's get to the results. Um, a really good win on the weekend. The Eagles, 14-10-94, dacked West Adelaide, uh, five goals, 8-38. Um, we were very good. They weren't so good. Yeah, I think in sample footy as well, 56 points these days is a convincing win. Uh, but, yeah, we went in there with a strong game plan, and, you know, and we're not taking anything away from West Adelaide. They've been in every game this year that they've played. Um, they do have a, a very um, unique brand compared to others in the style. But, yeah, we wanted to take away their strong suit, so they want to push numbers back, make it a congestion and more of a slingshot. So we really wanted to make sure we were setting up well behind the ball, and we did. And our midfielders and forwards went to work. They were sharing the ball, and you'll go through the stats soon. But, yeah, it was really good to see our forwards giving it off to each other, making it unselfish play. We love it. Noticed that a lot during the game. Um, Rowie was best man on the ground, pretty clearly in, in our eyes, was commentating the game with Jack Hanneth, and he picked Rowie as the best player on the ground, 26 disposals, three clearances, three goals, um, annoyed some people. I think he had – do you know what happened between him and Caden Brand? Caden Brand is the captain of West Adelaide, also the runner, and there was a bit of verbal going on yeah. between those two. I heard Brandy. Like, I had a bit of a giggle, that. He's an all right bloke, but yeah. I heard he was getting a bit lippy, which I'm not sure a runner can do, but I'm all for it. Whatever adds a bit of spice to the game, let him have it. Their trainer even got a 25 against him. Really? That's what the 25 was for. Yeah, he lipped up. I oh, know. Right. It, it was a bit entertaining. 
All right. Riley Knight, who's our guest tonight, he had 28 disposals, six clearances. The skipper was good again, 24 disposals, 14 tackles after 17 tackles the week before, and he also kicked a goal. And the breakthrough player of the round is Adam DeLoyer, 27 disposals, three clearances. Yeah, it felt like really deserved from Adam. He's putting together some really good games, 27 and three clearances. That's just a beast going to work. And I love playing aside him. He's like a little Chris Judd or young Chris Judd, yeah. I oh, know he's got the shaved head. There's a resemblance. <laughs> but there's plenty more. He's just explosive from a stoppage. And we like to see it. That's excellent. Um, the reserves uh, went a little bit better than the league side. 19-9-123. Defeated West by 83 points. 6-4-40. Will Newman. I liked his game. 27 disposals, 9 tackles. Lockie Hoyle, 24 and 5 clearances. Uh, Daniel Slavjevic. He kicked 6 and men's kicked 5. They no. were just far too good up. Too I, I really like men's game, actually. I thought he, he contributed just not just the five goals, but uh, he plays in good footy, which, 20, is, which is good. 20 touches, six yeah. contested marks, five tackles. Mate, he told me his whole stat line. <laughs> I can run through it if you need. He was a bit of swagger last night, and I loved that from men's. Fellowly deserved and hopefully pushing for that spot again. But slats as well, finding some form up forward. Well, it's like, a bit of fitness for both of them, isn't it? Just a yeah. bit of match fitness. And uh, if they're kicking goals... Um, that just, yeah, again, puts pressure on the league side, which is good for the club. Uh, Under-18s, uh, they had a 11-point win over North Adelaide, 9-13-67, defeated North 8-8-56. Cade Herbert, 27 disposals, five clearances, six tackles. Uh, Archer Charles, 20 disposals and a couple of goals, just to mention a couple. But uh, again, the 18s are going well. 18s, yeah, equal on top now. So mm-hmm. the 18s are pushing out. It's a really even competition, the under-18s. So, yeah, you can't be dropping games that uh, you shouldn't. And on the weekend, they got the win in a close game, which is very important. You watch Port Adelaide in the AFL. They're the games you need to win are those close ones, and the 18's got the job done. Under-16's had a win as well. 11 goals, 8-74, defeated North Adelaide, 7-7-49. That's 25 points. Hayden Wilmot, 29 disposals, 5 clearances, 5 tackles and a goal. Jevin Filippo, 26 disposals, 11 clearances, 6 tackles and 2 goals. Unbelievable stat sheets from Wilmot and Filippo. Like, I just don't know how these boys are putting it together each week. You know, a couple of years, I'd love them to play league, but I don't think they will if they keep going the way that they are. We should get a couple of juniors on the show as well. Yeah, absolutely. Is this past their bedtime? Yeah, probably a little bit. But if they can put the, if they can put the, you know, um, what am I thinking? Gaming console down. Uh, And. No, the sample women's competition is done and dusted, apart from finals, and we don't care because we didn't make it. Um, but the wheelchair team started last week, and they had a win, 61-29 to 29 over last year's Premier's 32-point win to the wheelchair team. On an absolute roll, the boys, coming out firing after round one. On a roll. Oh, that too. Coming out firing. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. Um, and as I mentioned later, we'll speak to Mark Sicolo from the wheelchair team, and uh, be good to chat to him. And if you don't know about the wheelchair team, you can we'll ask him the questions about how it's played and how, yeah, many, on, how many on the court, because it's played indoors, it's not played outdoors. Yeah, these boys go just as hard, or if not harder than we do. Like, some I did of them watch a bit. I watched the stream. Game. Yeah, I watched half of the game on the stream. It was great. And it's amazing. Like, they either like some have fallen over or some have fallen out of their chair, and they just pick themselves straight back up and go after the ball, and I... I just I don't see that in our footy alone, let alone in the wheelchair league. So it's very it, impressive it if you on. can get down and watch it. Yeah. All right. Um, 
We've got uh, we've got some highlights from the weekend. Thanks to Top Sport. Here's the highlights for the week. Callum Park, 60 from home. The left shoot, bombs it long inside. Rui Lehman dropped the mark. Comes out to Beacon. He's tackled. I thought he dropped the footy as well. Oh, oh, oh stitch up and up. out a wink. It's Mr. Well Bites taking a mark. <laughs> Rory Lehman at half back. I set him a task on the Eagles radio on Tuesday night to lay at least one tackle. <laughs> I don't think he's there yet. Has he had one for the season yet, Bonds? He reckons he has, but <laughs> the stats tonight say no. Oh, what a time. It was good from Ryan to Chamberlain. He drills it to half forward. Intercept mark by Mr. Worldwide. Rory Lehman. An intercept mark from Rory. Highlights were good. I love the last two intercept marks. The first one, uh, drop mark, I remember that one as well. There was no one near me. And can confirm, still no tackle for the year. (laughs) Um, No, you've got one apparently, but I will get to that later. Uh, Top sport, um, what are you really gambling with? For confidential help, Go to gamblinghelponline.org.au. <laughs> um, i just put that little package together. Obviously, we commentated the game, and Jack Hanneth got on board. He was calling you Mr. Worldwide as well. I love it. It was great. Let's clip it up and send it to some recruiters. We've got a mid-year draft tomorrow. It's not too late, boys. <laughs> Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. We're here for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and prices, at shops and restaurants, wemakeadifference.com. Coming up on the show, it's Riley Knight. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome back to Eagles Radio, second quarter, and we're here for We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. My name's Paul Bonzer. Alongside me is the one, the only, Rory Lehman. Mr. What? Let's go. Let's welcome everybody to Planet Pit and show them what worldwide music is. They call me Mr. Worldwide. They do call you Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> has they it taken off down do. the club yet? No, it has not. Uh, the boys refuse to give me a solid nickname like that. Right, um, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't want to admit what nickname's floating around at the moment. It's Lemonator, actually. Lemonator. Lemonator. You just made that up. No, Clay Cameron, shout out Clay, <laughs> decided one day that would be great to call me Lemonator. I love it. I love a nickname that's longer than my actual name. <laughs> and that's guess is brought to us by Incredible Smiles. Show off your game day smile with Incredible Smiles and a little bit of an intro for the man, Riley Knight. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Riley, no, welcome to Eagles Radio. Oh, you're there, Riley. Oh, hang on. Sorry, mate, I didn't have your volume turned up. There you go. How are you? Silence, man. Hello, Riley. Are you there? Oh, we don't have Riley. So I'll talk us through. We've got an issue. I'll talk you through why we had here. Benny's Benny's pulling his hair out. He's going to have a look and fix this up. So I'll just uh, turn that mic off for a second. Did he pay his phone bill? His phone just might have dropped out. I mean, we did. I don't think Telstra's our sponsor anymore, so maybe he's jumped off. Don't say that. (laughs) Unless you're 100% sure. Shout out if they are. Don't say that. So, just uh, Riley's phone just dropped out, but um, I think we got him back now. Okay, so so we got to give him his intro music again. Here we go. Say what, say what, say what, money. I'm global dollar dollar and roll with Valfitty. 
to go out smelling fresh and looking spiffy. Don't like clean money, I want my wrist to be... Riley Knight, welcome to Eagles Radio. Take two. Bonds, Roars, how are we going, fellas? <laughs> Very good, mate. A uh, little bit of an issue there, but we're back on. Hey, big win on Saturday against the Bloods. Uh, give us your thoughts about the game. Yeah, it was a good win. Um, just starting to gel as a group, mate. So, um, yeah, boys played really well. And, um, yeah, I think our defence was, uh, was, really, was really good and uh, we capitalised when uh, we forced them into a turnover. So, now the boys are going well and um, nice to uh, be involved in the win. It was good. Nida, how are you, mate? I know you've been begging for weeks to come on the show, so I was glad to get you in. You know, high demand. I know. I had to push a couple of people aside. Tumpus, note this week, mate. We'll get Nida. So just talk us oh, through your probably, point. Probably good to sacrifice Tump anyway for his 50th <laughs> time anyway. He charges too much. So talk us through your body, mate. Uh, interrupted pre-season. Uh, I think it was the Achilles a couple of weeks off. And then, unfortunately, when you came back, you suffered concussion. And then now on the weekend, you finally get, it seems like, consistent form as well with the 28 and 6 clearances. Talk us through how your body's feeling and how you're going. Uh, yeah, a bit of an interrupted pre-season. Um, yeah, missed a fair chunk of it, which uh, doesn't help. And I've sort of been around the traps long enough to know now that uh, when you miss pre-season, um, it hurts you later on in the year. But, um, yeah, just slowly starting to get back to where I need to be, which is good. And, um, yeah, it was nice being involved um, on the weekend and, and getting through a game on skates, which was good. So, um, yeah, the good thing is I think we got some really good depth in the midfield this year and, um, you know, got some really good guys around me to, to help and support me and, um, they're playing some really good footy. Um, obviously, young Adam DeLoya um, was power rate breakthrough player of the year this, uh, this week. So uh, we've got guys like that coming through, which um, which helps and uh, can take a little bit of pressure off, which is nice. So, um, yeah, just getting back through, mate, and uh, starting to get going again now and see how we go. Just want to ask you about the concussion, whether you had any sort of side effects from the hit because it was quite a big hit. It was at the game as well, and uh, it was a big clash. Um, how, did, how did you feel sort of the week after? We know that's automatically you get, you got to have the week off and the state game was in there as well. But how, was there many side effects? Um, no, probably just the ego got hit a little bit higher <laughs> than fellas. Um, I've, I've probably just chosen a rock boy to try and run through, to be honest. Um, a little, Tommy Lewis is a bit of a fridge of a human, so um, I learned my lesson there. And oh, No, it wasn't too bad. Just um, some headaches early on, but... Um, yeah, after that, felt felt pretty good. It was just going through the protocols uh, during the next couple of weeks. Um, obviously, we had the state game a couple of weeks after, so it kind of worked out pretty well that um, I only ended up missing a game, which was um, which was nice. But um, yeah, didn't have any any serious side effects or um, anything like that. So yeah, got away pretty lucky in the end. That's good to hear. Just on that, on protecting the head. Do you think that footy in general, AFL, Sample, Waffle, are going down the right track by? I guess, giving guys weeks off for tackling incorrectly and making guys hit their heads? Um, yeah, I think there's obviously, when you see what's happened overseas in the, in the NFL and you see what's coming out with um, you know CTE and concussion and everything like that, I think there is um, certainly a lot more care and due diligence with protecting their head. But um, at the same time, the I think we're probably a little bit over cautious at the moment um and you know unfortunately playing a contact sport we are going to have instances where um you know guys are in the wrong spot at the wrong time and unfortunately there is an injury but um you know i think that's what makes afl great is is the contact sport and um the um ability to basically be able to contest a a football so 
Um, I think they're going down the right way. I think it's still just got a little bit of a way to go to balance it out in terms of um, what's intentional, what's not intentional. But I think there is um, a lot more um, emphasis on protecting the head and, and caring for the, the person over the football. And just looking ahead for the week, especially tomorrow night, I know there's a contentious thing around the mid-year draft. Uh, and I know last year you were in talks or well, talked about potentially going in the mid-year draft. I just want to get your thoughts on it. Do you think it's a good thing for the comp? And how does it affect us? Um, I think it's a great opportunity. I think um, it's definitely a great opportunity for the for the younger guys that miss out um, uh, during their draft year. I think the younger guys who are 19, 20, who um, have worked really hard across their junior football um, to get that opportunity and get that experience within an AFL club, I think it's great. I think where it sort of fails a little bit or, or it lets itself down is um, for the senior guys that come out off of AFL lists who are... Yeah, probably still around the mark, but um, are probably just trying to get themselves settled um, off-field and, and moving to that um, next phase after AFL football. And um, a little bit sort of what happened with myself, I, I sort of was just getting settled with my career um, post-AFL. And, um, you know, to get a bit more security than, than six months is, is what I was sort of looking for, but um doesn't really happen that way. And, um, you know, like I said, it sort of um, suits the young guys who missed out earlier before they um, get into to more of their careers after football. So I think it's a great opportunity. You see some great kids um, get picked up and some, some great stories as well with guys getting an opportunity in the mid-year draft. But, um, yeah, I think it's uh, yeah more suited for the younger guys. Have you had any interest this year? Are we in any danger of losing you? <laughs> Mate, I've played like two games. There's no interest at Mate, all. You I told think, me uh, to ask that question. <laughs> Oh, I did not. I did not at all. No, there's a few, few more, uh, younger guys nipping around the club these days, mate. So, uh, yeah, I think they've got more of an opportunity getting picked up than myself. So, yeah, we'll uh, definitely be with the Eggs for the rest of the year, mate, which will be good. We'll uh, win another flag. Be good fun. Speaking of guys that are playing some good footy at the moment, uh, James Rowe won the Foss Williams medal in the state game. Best on ground on the weekend as well. Um, he's going all right, Rowe, isn't he? Yeah, he's playing some great footy. Um, it's amazing what he's doing in the forward line. He's um, yeah, he's been fantastic since he's come back. Um, he's sort of been playing through the midfield, up forward, um, wherever we've really needed him. And he just he's a level above. And he's the sort of guys that you talk about that um, probably deserve another opportunity. And um, you know, I really hope that he does get another opportunity because he is uh, he's very deserving of it. He's worked really hard across the the, the preseason, and um, you know, he's he's got his opportunity in the state game and, and performed really well. So. Uh, that just goes to show that, you know, he's above the level and, um, you know, I, I really hope he does get an opportunity. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. No, I couldn't agree more. And I know it's um, we will try to be selfish sometimes at eggs and you want the best players to stay, but you definitely want them to have that next chance, especially someone like Rowie who deserves it. Um, so as you were talking about, NIDA, yeah, life after football, after the AFL, um, after the unfortunate delisting, and then you've got to pick up the pieces and get back into life. So talk us through how you went about that, the mindset to have the shift into now finding out a new career? And what do you do with yourself now? Um, yeah, so I was really lucky. I had some really good people around me that um, supported me through that period in time. Um, you know, some good footy, uh, some good people that were at the footy club at the time. And um, obviously I had some really good people at the Eagles as well that um, helped me um, to find my feet post-footy. Um, so I was lucky, lucky enough to uh, fall into an opportunity with um, Holdfast Insurance, um, a great family company. Um, I've been with them for about three years now, and uh, they've really looked after me and uh, wrapped their arms around me and, and given me every opportunity um, off-field, which has been great. And um, Yeah, the footy club has been 
extremely helpful as well. They've given me all the all the tools that I needed to um, get myself set up post AFL career, and um, now I've found myself back in the in the AFLW system, um, starting some coaching with the with the Crows girls down there. So um, nice to be back involved with the footy club and and uh, starting uh, the next phase of my footy career, which is uh, which is really exciting. Well, tell us about that. It's uh, the girls are back training now. Uh, so I think it's only been a week, hasn't it, since they started training? And and what's your role down there as, as uh, one of the assistants? Yeah, so we started uh, last night. They had their first session um, for the preseason, uh, which was good. So I got down there and uh, met all the coaches and the girls down there, which was great. They're just such an energetic, enthusiastic bunch. So um, yeah, really excited to to be involved and have that opportunity. So um, basically, I'll just be in charge of the forward line and um, sort of try and uh, kick a score for Doc every week, um, which would be good. And, um, yeah, basically just down there to, to help the girls and um, in any way I can to, to be be, to be the best footballers they can be. And, um, yeah, we'll see where that takes us. Forward line coach, I didn't uh, know you were much of a goal kicker there, neither. Although on no, that... No, I wasn't, mate, to be honest. I was, I was always in and out two weeks, so I never got the opportunity <laughs> to be settled and, and uh, find, find the footy, mate. So, nah. Back in the heyday, mate, the, the half-forward flank was my calling, so it was good fun. Just on that, actually, the reason we did start the uh, the interview with the Here Comes the Money was because you, one of your goal celebrations was counting <laughs> checks at the Crows. Talk us through that, mate. <laughs> oh, mate. I, tell you, I got in that much trouble for that with Pikey. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically, um, I was playing forward, and a um, few, few of the boys noticed that I was about $2.83 for any time goal scorer. Obviously, like you just said, didn't, didn't kick very, uh, very many goals across my career, so... They all loaded up on me one game, and um, I think I kicked it in the first quarter against uh, Geelong. So I started counting the cash for the boys and put the wallet in the back pocket, and um, we ended up losing to Geelong by about 45 points that day. So um, got called into Pikey's office on Monday morning, and he said, "If you ever do that again, you would never play for me again." So uh, that celebration was never brought out again after that. So uh, yeah, learned the lesson pretty quick, mate. Fantastic. What? Um... Pre-game rituals. Do you have anything that you do? Are you got any superstitions? Um, is there a food you like to eat on the Friday night before a game? Uh, no, so, no superstitions. Um, I do like to keep the same meal though as much as I can. So um, most guys go for the the pasta, but I actually go for tacos. I love um, some uh, pulled pork, uh, some, um, pork tacos. Uh, just a bit of a lighter meal, and um, I'll try and have that whenever I can. So I do sort of feel like if I don't have that, though, then I'm going to have a pretty uh, pretty average day the next day. So um, I'll try and get that in whenever I can. Yeah, you're speaking my language there, uh, Riley. Although you said light meal. It depends how many tacos you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. It always comes down to the number. Yeah, must have tacos every single time I've ever seen you play, Nida, because there's not too many bad games in there. Uh, do you ever get nervous before a game, mate? Um, no, not usually. I have uh, this year a little bit, actually, just sort of coming back from a um, couple of uh, couple of mishaps. But, um, yeah, usually I, I sort of just like to go out and, and enjoy the game and enjoy it for, for what it is. And um, I really like just playing my footy with, for, for fun and enjoyment. And, um, you know, if I, if I walk off the the ground at the end of the day and I've had fun and um, enjoyed playing with my teammates, then um, it's pretty hard to get worried or, or nervous about that. So, um, yeah, and the rest usually sort of takes care of itself. When you're having fun, you, you sort of find the footy, which is um, sort of the way that I like to go about it. So, yeah, it's been um, been good not getting nervous before games, mate. So, unlike a few of the other boys at the club, I know um, 
Maxi Lister sort of works himself up where he throws up before a game where he's dry reaching down the race. So I'm glad I'm not like that. It must just be a wow. Backman thing. There are a couple of players that do that. They get that nervous. They're just, yeah. It's, it's a little bit weird if you ask me, so we better get Max on and ask him about that. <laughs> hey, uh, in, how important do you think the run to the end of the season? We've got seven of our last eight minor round games at home, and this is all due to the construction down there at Woodville Oval and Montaigne Kia Oval, and that will probably be finished. In, what did we say, Rory? 2042, the new change rooms will be done? Yeah, if brick sales go the way they are. So what, how important do you think the run of home games towards the end of the season will be? Oh, I think it's it's extremely important. Um, I think for us as a group too to um, basically build some consistency and start you know putting the, the same performance up every week, um, like the, the West game on the weekend. Um, you know, p- playing at home obviously helps that. But at the end of the day, we, we're still going to have to play teams away, um, or we're still going to have to play teams um, away from uh, Woodville Oval. So yeah, it's a, it's a positive, and um, you know, it's a it's a good advantage to have in the back half of the year if we can get rolling. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll sort of we're sort of the team that will just be willing to play anyone, anywhere, anytime. So um, yeah, that, whilst mate. it's uh, it's exciting to have uh, everyone or most of the games um, at home in the back half of the year, we'll, we'll sort of be ready for any team anywhere at any time. So yeah, looking forward to it. Just a final one from me, Nida. Uh, tell us your favourite footy memory. I'm sure I can guess it off the top of my head, but yeah, want you to run through your favourite footy memory. Uh, favourite footy memory. Um, Probably the the famous 2018 uh, preseason camp with the Adelaide Crows, mate. That was um, <laughs> definitely definitely out there. So uh, that's a great answer. Uh, definitely, um, definitely, probably the uh, yeah the, the the senior flag in in 2021 was um, was something very special and um, you know definitely on par. I uh, was lucky enough to win a, an under 14 uh, junior coach premiership with my old man as coach. So um, you know they're they're both on par, but. Yeah, definitely the the senior premiership in in twenty one was something that I'll never forget. Um, was a was a very special win in a in a very special year and, and group to be a part of. So um, yeah, last that a long time. Love it, mate. Nida, it's been wonderful talking to you. Uh, keep the good form going, my friend, and keep the roll of wins running. And uh, appreciate you having having you on the show tonight. No worries, boys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, Nida. Thanks, mate. He was right. We probably should have had him on weeks ago. He spoke really well. Yeah. <laughs> Could have gone another maybe hour talking about that camp. I but really anyway. want to dive deeper. <laughs> hey, uh, he was he was brought to us by Incredible Smiles. Get your game day ready smile with a custom-made mouth guard. Check incrediblesmiles.com.au. After the break from the wheelchair team, it'll be... Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. Welcome back to Eagles Radio, third quarter. And Paul Bonzer and Rory Lehman with you. Thanks to We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Um, our next guest is, we're just having a bit of trouble with the phones tonight. We, for some reason, we can't get Mark. Mark uh, Sicolo from... The wheelchair team, he's brought to us by Good Life Health Clubs. Achieve your fitness goals at Good Life Health Clubs, but he's not answering the phone at the moment. So what we can do is break some news, Rory. Absolutely. We are news breakers here. We are in the studio, Lumo, studio number one, King William Street, and on our TV screen above us, uh, the AFL Chief Executive 
Gillam McLaughlin is there talking about the Hawthorne racism saga. I saga, guess, yeah. saga. That's what say. And it's been resolved, which is good news for all parties. Um, the AFL acknowledges that each of the parties uh, felt hurt, pain, and anguish, followed by their time at the at the Hawthorne Footy Club. Parties acknowledge in the matter that. Uh, the allegations were leaked to the media, were not in the party's best interests. And also, the, probably the biggest part of all this, Rory, is that Alistair Clarkson, Chris Fagan and Jason Burt um, have nothing to answer for. Yeah, absolutely. It's been cleared. Well, that's what it says. Um, and then, yeah, the families have also reached an agreement. So they've reached a settlement and they've... Yeah, so the, uh, look, this, this, is, this is great. We didn't want this to drag on through yeah. courts for years and years. I don't think anyone wanted that. Uh, there was obviously some issues. They want an apology. They've probably got that now. And, uh, and yeah, they, they've come to an agreement. So there was hurt parties and some reputations damaged as well along the way. I actually, last year, I moved back to Melbourne for a little bit and I worked at the MCG and the CEO there was the same CEO that was at Hawthorne during this time. And the media came running in when the story broke. They were everywhere. They were harassing and you could just already see the mental toll that it took on him within a week of uh, being there and seeing it. So I'm glad, as you said, they've been able to come to an agreement. They've wrapped it up. Seems like all parties are happy with the outcome and we can just move forward. And I, look, I, I think AFL do, do a great job for, um, I want to be reasonably careful here, mm. but, but do a great job for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and the culture and the way they are trying to knock racism out of the game. Yep. And Sir Doug Nichols around, we all love it. We love the designs of the jumpers, but it's more than that. It's it's about acknowledging their part in yeah. our great game. The heritage and the story um, of their culture, and I agree. I think the AFL is certainly, over the last 10 years, has done a lot better job of um, telling that story and it's all about the storytelling as well and educating yep. people and I think we are and it's become to that point now we're stamping it out it's it's not tolerable yep. it's not grey area it's black and white and, and that's it, it. Look, it may take a long time before it's completely gone mm. and it may not completely go but it, I think if if we can all just be better people be it's nicer really to each hard, other it, mate? just be nice <laughs> yeah. and you know keep your keep your comments to yourself and just be nice Absolutely. Like I love feel, everyone. Feel There's like a everyone. lot of love in this studio, Rory. And I mean, we should just spread that, shouldn't we? Imagine if the Hawthorne Footy Club or whatever happened was this, ran the same as the Eagles, everyone would be a happy place. It's incredible. Family club. Um, let's talk about the wheelchair team because they did have a win. They knocked off Sturt, who have won the first two flags in the wheelchair competition, the sample wheel, wheelchair competition. Um, if you haven't watched it, make sure Thursday night, it's played out at Lights View. So if you want to go out there, if you live close there, go and, and support um, support the Eagles as they uh, they play on Thursday night. Um, it's five on court. You get two forwards, two backs, one centre, and your handball goals. So yes. a handball is treated like a kick, yes. and an underarm throw is treated like a handball. Yeah. Um, you can still take the mark. You go side on it. A lot of them do when they go yeah. to handball, which is uh, cleaner. And as I said before, they crash in really hard. Oh, absolutely. Um, Tack a tackle is when you touch the yeah. player with the ball. Bit of touch footy. That's how yeah. some of us play. 
And you can mark the ball if you if you mark a handball that's longer than three meters. Yep, that's a mark, so you can't be touched. You can have Same your thing. set shot routine. Correct. Probably still kick better than Harry Mackay at the moment. <laughs> you reckon Harry would go? Oh. In, would he be able to handball a goal, or you reckon he'd spray them too? Try snap it somehow. <laughs> Hold a side on and go for the banana. <laughs> Jesus. But that, look, it is a fantastic competition, and we have got a bit of a stronger team. It's disappointing we can't get Mark on the line, yeah. but uh, maybe we'll get him on another night and he can tell us all about the team. Because I know they recruited well, they got a new coach, and um, they're going to be they're maybe the favourites to win the whole thing this year. Yeah, which would be exciting. I mean, having the league side. And the wheelchair side, both win it in the same year, is going to be very, very yeah. exciting, mate. It's going to be great. Uh, so please support the wheelchair team. Uh, all thanks to Good Life Health Clubs. Good for tightening the belt. Good for life. Start your five-day free trial today. Visit goodlife.com.au. Just one thing I want to touch on as well, especially with that Harry Mackay. I, personally, as a defender, I know that I don't have a lot of experience with goal kicking, but I've never understood how forwards have get in their head and have such terrible goal kicking. It's essentially a kick down the line, but you're aiming it in a gap that's, what, 15 metres wide, 10 metres wide, whatever it is. It surely can't be that hard. If you're not going at 75%, how, this is your job. Well, no one, no one ever has gone at 75%. Yeah. I think if you took a look at Lockett and Dunstall and they're the premium and they go at about 65. I used to play with Armand Maybe Sarge. high 60s. And he used to have the long 60-metre run-up, which not yeah. only was great as a backman, you get to rest <laughs> and have a couple of deep breaths, but his accuracy in goal kicking was unbelievable. And he had the same routine, the same um, set shot every single time, and you backed him in to kick it. And gets I, in people's heads. Yeah, I just don't understand why. Just pretend you're like kicking putting. down the line. How many times have we kicked down the line and it sprays down the full? Probably one in ten, less for others. But yeah, like, but even the kick down the line, yeah, like it doesn't go exactly where they want it to go every time. But you just got to. I know sense. what you're like, saying. If I'm someone, oh, I don't know. If I'm Harry Mackay's mum, I'm running behind the goals and just yelling out, "Hey, mate, kick it to me! Kick it to your mum!" I bet you he's doing better than spraying it sixty meters out to his left out on the full. Oh, baffles uh, me. You know what's next, Rory? Your quiz. I can't wait. Can't wait. We're going to give away fifty dollars to spend at the club after this. This is Eagles Radio. Live on SENSA, you're listening to Eagles Radio. Thanks to We Make a Difference. Save on your everyday living expenses. We're back, Bonds and Rory, for We Make a Difference. Helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Visit wemakeadifference.com.au. Now, thanks to Print Wrap Pack. Customise your bottles and cans. It is time for Rory's Quiz. Bang. Let's go. Let's welcome everybody to Planet Pit and some what worldwide music is. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide is in the studio. What's happening? Just looking at the text line. It's too late to enter the quiz. No point texting oh, before, now. No, before you get to your quiz, we did have a text. I made an error. And yes. I'm happy to put my hand up and say I made an error. The Friday night is the wheelchair footy, not Thursday night. Friday night, wheelchair footy, not Thursday night. Thank you for that text, uh, 146. Yeah, thanks for that. Uh, that's exactly right. If we make mistakes, let us know about it. I know there's not too many of them. We'll but, own them. Oh, it's pretty rare. <laughs> so the quiz this week, Rory's quiz, who is the longest serving captain of the Woodville West Torrens Football Club? So the answer is Luke Thompson. It was eight years 
Unbelievable. So a lot of people uh, got that one wrong, actually, on the social media and the text line. I know. I thought it was a pretty obvious one. I mean, I did too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, especially after he gave it off to Joey, they did make a, a, a big, um, what's the word? Commotion. Yeah. They carried on a little bit, Tomo. <laughs> about a, fair how, bit of, yeah. a fair bit of media about how, yeah, he was the longest serving captain. But anyway, that's but, okay. But the, uh, the winner of the quiz this week, we do have a little drum roll. Oh, I do. Yes. Is Samantha Beardsill. Absolutely. Not only not only got that right, but gave us a little bit of additional information. So just on Luke Thompson as well. I I, I don't I don't want to carry on too much, but I just want to say what an absolute amazing person he is. Uh, and I think he's been incredible for my football as well, being the other key back yep. and being able to kind of be in his shadow the first year and then um, play alongside him the last couple. It's been he's the nicest person alive. He's one of the best family men. We call him the best dad at the club. And uh, yeah, honestly, it's uh, I'm glad he continued on after he gave on the captaincy. You can just see this year as well, a bit of stress off his uh, off his plate, and he's playing with a bit of freedom. And geez, he played well on the weekend. He did played really well. So Port this week, uh, does Tomo just say to you, "You take Charlie Dixon, and I'll take the other blokes"? Yeah, that's usually what he does now. <laughs> he says, I'll get, "I'll get this bit of grass over here, leaving you go over and take two. No, uh, it, that's Rory's quiz. Well done, Samantha. Um, and, yeah, don't forget, $50 voucher to spend at the Eagles Function Centre at any home game. We've got seven out of eight yeah. to finish the season. Or Thursday night down the club. Go down there Thursday night, have a feed. It's a good feed. Uh, Rory's quiz night is coming up at the end of the year, so just save it up. Come on down. Spend that 50 there. And uh, your MC Rory will just take you through everything. The uh, That was brought to us by Print Wrap Pack. Customise your bottles and cans for any occasion or to sell at your sports club. Search for them on Facebook or Instagram. Time for the club news. Thanks to Big Screen Video, bringing spaces to life. Friday the 9th of June. It's not that far away now. Um, only a week and a bit. The Eagles' first Corporate Connect business lunch with guest speakers, Port CEO Matthew Richardson, Netball SA, CEO Bronwyn Cly and head coach of the Melbourne Storm, Craig Bellamy, with the um, State of Origin here tomorrow night. Yes, Very timely. State of Origin here tomorrow night. And also Bellamy signed on for another two years recently. So perfect timing. It can run us through everything. And I do want to know the ins and outs of Melbourne Storm because I hear all the time, especially being a Melbourne boy, uh, how well run their organisation is and their culture. So it would be really interesting to hear that side of it from Craig. And you can buy a brick to help put the Barry Jarman stand back together. It's underway. It's only $250, and your name will be on a brick on the outside of the Barry Jarman stand. It will be there forever. Go to the club website for more info. Rory, you got the next one. Absolutely, I do. Hey, ladies, do what you do and spread the word this year. It's Ladies' Day at the Eagles Club, and I want to see every single lady come on down. It is Saturday, July 15th at Mornteen Kia Oval to be held in the Cricket Club. $70 per person includes uh, a Dasher and Fisher gin drink on arrival, food and drinks package for the duration of the game as the Eagles take on Norwood. And if you spend an extra $30 to make it 100 you can get a personalised tour through the rooms after the game. You can. Well done. Um, our next home game at Mortain Key Oval isn't till the 1st of July. However, we do have a home game at Adelaide Oval and members can get into that game. Yeah, so they don't have to buy a AFL ticket to get into the game. If you're a member of the club, you can go and watch the boys 
as they play the Adelaide Crows on Adelaide Oval. Why not make a day of it? Come into the city, get a lunch, a couple of drinks, walk on over, watch us play, watch the AFL after it, come back to the city, get dinner and drinks. It's a day out in Adelaide. See the best of Adelaide. The Club News is brought to you by Big Screen Video, specialists in indoor and outdoor LED screens and signage, and it won't be long before they put up a big screen at Montaigne Care Oval. I need it. My eyesight is getting shot. Oh, we did a review last night, and I started pointing out one player and going, oh, he needs to go here, there, and Sheeds goes, I don't know what you're looking at, but that's a West player. What did like, what, oh, God. what did Sheeds say? So you did the review of the game yep. last night. What was the review like? Obviously, it was pretty positive. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we run through it and it kind of it just touches on exactly what we were after in that game, like pressure, our setup behind the ball, uh, and our unselfishness with that forwards, and he kind of highlights that, and then you move on pretty quickly to the following week. So you just a uh, little touch on Port, what's coming up, and then it's all about getting the body right. So we go out onto the field, a little bit of a touch, a little uh, reflush or flush through in the running, the regen. So. Um, not too much on a Monday night, but it's just good to be around the boys. The boys got weights tonight, so I do that before I come in here. I tick that off, um, and then we're back on it tomorrow night, main session, and you need to be ready to go on a Wednesday. So if you haven't done what you need to do, you need to. it needs to have been flagged by the physio or the S&C before you can do a main session Wednesday. It was clear calling the game on Saturday that there was some of that old eagle spark. You could feel it. You could see it. The ball movement was very good. Um, I love Maxi Litster's game, even if he did vomit beforehand. Ten marks. Yeah, I thought he played really well. Ten marks. There's no drops from Maxi. No easy <laughs> drops there. What's there? <laughs> he was clunking everything. I love the way Maxi goes about it. He puts his head over the ball and he sits in that hole no matter what. Um, yeah, very courageous Maxi. He does. He does dry reach before every game. And if he doesn't dry reach, he doesn't think that he's nervous enough. So he doesn't think he's switched on. It's crazy. You've got to get him on. We got even, we'll get Maxi on very, very shortly. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, don't forget we are here every Tuesday night. And if you missed any of the show, you can hear the podcast. If your friends missed it, you can listen to the podcast. Just search Eagles Radio where you get your podcasts from. Absolutely. And if you're struggling with that, just take my number. I'll send you over the podcast. Oh. See, see you next week, Ross. See you next Tuesday. Thanks for listening to another edition of Eagles Radio with me, Paul Bonzer, and Eagles Premiership defender, Rory Lehman. For We Make a Difference, helping members save up to 12% at hundreds of shops and restaurants. Make sure you catch the show live on 1629 SENSA every Tuesday from 7pm.